Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Friday, February 25th. Russia's continued its assault on Ukraine overnight, with Putin's troops pushing towards the capital, Kiev, which has suffered air attacks. NATO leaders are due to meet later. Money markets have rallied with commodities and safe havens in favour. Canada's CDPQ says it sold securities affected by sanctions on Russia, mostly in the energy and financial services sectors. The Canada Pension Plan Investment Board says it has no direct exposure to Russia. A culture of truly reflective diversity and inclusion is the intention behind a new set of principles just published by the CFA Institute. The Institute's Diversity, Equity and Inclusion Code for the investment profession in the United States and Canada is based on six metrics-based principles that signatories will be expected to uphold. They include ensuring a strong pipeline of diverse talent, implementing programmes to promote that talent and influencing change within the investment industry. The Voluntary Code's signatories in Canada will also commit to implementing the Truth and Reconciliation of Canada Call to Action Number 92 and to embracing Indigenous reconciliation. The cost of investing in a retirement savings plan could be the difference between your clients retiring in their 60s or having to wait until their 70s. A new report from Mercer Canada reveals that those who join a workplace-defined contribution and savings plan could benefit from group pooling that would enable them to retire four years earlier than if they go it alone as an individual investor. The firm's analysis found that, based on various investment management fees available in the market, a representative individual paying the median level of fees available, that's 1.9%, would be ready to retire when they're 70. But if they'd opted for a workplace DC and savings plan with fees of just 0.6%, they would have been retirement ready at 66. New research by the Chartered Professional Accountants of Canada indicates that while fraud has touched the lives of countless Canadians, their awareness of the threat may not be translating into adequate action. In the 2022 annual fraud survey, which was administered via an online questionnaire with more than 2,000 randomly selected Canadian respondents 18 and over, nearly half stated that they'd been a victim at some point in their lives. Credit card fraud continues to be the most common sort of financial fraud, with over a quarter of survey respondents saying they'd been a victim of it, followed by email or phishing fraud, which 8% have fallen for. Despite the increased knowledge, concern and action, there's always room for improvement, particularly in the area of password security. Almost a quarter of those polled write down their financial passwords on paper, 18% of people save them to a computer file, and 17% keep them on their phone or tablet via an app. One quarter of respondents change essential internet passwords for personal information less than once a year, and 8% never change passwords for important information at all. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters. Plus, what impact will the Ukrainian invasion have on client portfolios? Fair Canada urges action on handling consumer complaints and why individual investors and professionals aren't eye-to-eye on returns. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.